Good morning. This is WCNC's Wake Up Charlotte to Go. I'm Sarah French, and here are your top stories. Turning to more of today's top stories in your morning rush. Happening today, nearly a month after a controversial arrest went viral, we're finally expected to see the body cam video from officers. Last month, cell phone video captured the moment CMPD officers restrained a woman, with one of them hitting her multiple times. The district attorney dropping charges against the woman, Christina Pierre. At least one city council member who was seeing the body cam video says the footage is, quote, hard to watch. The Mecklenburg County District Attorney says a CMPD officer who shot and killed a man back in August will not face charges. Police responded to a domestic violence incident on Roundstone Way near North Lake Mall. According to the SBI investigation released today, officers found the suspect stabbing the victim on the bathroom floor of the home. An officer shot the suspect. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Two people are now in jail after the Idaho County Sheriff's Office says they discovered nearly 120 pounds of suspected fentanyl mixed with cocaine. The two were traveling from Charlotte to Philadelphia when they were stopped Sunday. They're each being held on three and a half million dollar bonds. Conditions in Gaza are deteriorating rapidly as battles rage between the Israeli military and Hamas. With aid deliveries becoming increasingly difficult, the hospital system in northern Gaza has all but collapsed. The Israeli government has released the names of 20 hostages that it says were killed or died in Hamas captivity. There are 137 hostages believed to be still detained by Hamas. Charlotte City Council approving millions in funding to make roads in Sugar Creek a little safer for everybody. It includes improving the intersection at North Tryon and Sugar Creek to make it more pedestrian friendly. It also paid for improvements to three cats mobility hubs in the area. The city set to receive upwards of $14 million. And that is it for your morning rush. Time now to connect the dots when we make the news make sense. 2023 was a rough year for air travel and now experts say the ride isn't going to get any smoother in the new year. Get ready for another turbulent and expensive year of air travel. Let's connect the dots. Folks are fed up with the airline industry. In fact, the Wall Street Journal reports there were so many complaints in 2023 that the transportation department couldn't count them all. It's due to several ongoing issues, mainly centered around staffing. On the ground, there aren't enough air traffic controllers to manage more flights. And in the air, student pilots are skipping over regional airlines for better wages to fly bigger planes. That's on top of funding issues. Experts say the FAA needs more money to modernize equipment that could increase capacity and workloads. So what does that mean for you? Travelers will likely see higher fares along with more delays, cancellations, and disruptions. And that is Connecting the Dots. Now to the day's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, a Gastonia man behind bars this morning after police say he hit and killed a cyclist while driving drunk in Lenore. Police say the incident happened on Hickory Boulevard just before 2.30 a.m. on Sunday. The cyclist, 36-year-old Nathan Smith, was pronounced dead at the scene. Police then arrested the driver, Christopher Murillo, after he was given a field sobriety test. Morello is now charged with felony death by a vehicle and DWI. Number two, a North Carolina couple accused of assaulting a police officer during the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. Court documents say Curtis Davis and Tanya Bishop of Snow Hill were identified on video inside the Capitol. 
In the video, Davis and Bishop can be seen at different times making contact with officers by shoving or punching. Since January 6, more than 1,200 people have been charged. Number three, Charlotte Motor Speedway announced its charity is giving away $2 million to nonprofits throughout the state. The Speedway Children's Charities will distribute the money through grants to 94 different nonprofits. This record donation will make a direct impact on the lives of area children in need. Americans on average save about $121 a month on their power bill when they switch to solar panels. But could those savings put you at risk if there's a fire in your house? Here's Megan Bragg with this morning's Verify. More homes in the U.S. have solar panels on the roofs now. In fact, data from the U.S. Energy Information Administration shows residential power installation rose by 34% in 2020. So one WCNC viewer wanted to know if a resident had a fire emergency at home, would solar panels keep the fire department from gaining access to the fire? Let's verify. Our sources are the NC Department of Insurance, the U.S. Energy Information Administration, and the Huntersville Fire Department. To bring a house fire under control, firefighters will often poke holes in the roof to vent the smoke. This improves the visibility inside the home and improves the odds of survival for anyone trapped inside. The North Carolina Department of Insurance says firefighters do face additional hazards from solar panels on roofs. Some of these hazards include the potential of electrical shock from the solar panel system, a greater risk of the roof collapsing during the fire conditions because of the added weight, fire risk from battery storage systems, and the potential for slips and falls while working on a roof with solar panels. Because of this, a fire scene incident commander has to be cautious about letting firefighters on the roof to fight the house fire with solar panels. When responding to a fire, firefighters are trained to disconnect the power from the home. Huntersville Fire Department says they take into account all of these variables when fighting a fire. And while solar panels can present a challenge and some additional difficulty, they say it's not something they can't navigate. The Department of Energy says you should let your local firefighters know that your home has solar panels installed so they are aware in case there's an emergency. So we can verify that no, if your home has solar panels, it would not keep the fire department from gaining access to the fire, but it could make fighting a fire a little more difficult. With your Verify, I'm Megan Brown. If you have something you would like verified, email us at verify at WCNC.com. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more right now on WCNC.com. Join the Wake Up Charlotte team weekday mornings on WCNC Charlotte from 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.